At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in. It is the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSAN and VSAN.com, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. My partner James Salinas is along via Denver, Colorado, as we dive in and cover Week 15. For the next three hours in the NFL. Happy Sunday to you, my friend, Mr. Salinas. We have five games left before we wrap up week 15 in the NFL. Of course, we have a doubleheader on Monday night and a double dip on Tuesday as well. But coming up in about 15 minutes from now, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the New Orleans Saints on Sunday night football, a NFC South division tilt in the Sunshine State. The Saints are looking to pull off the season sweep of Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay looking to move to 11-3 and on the year and take that division, the NFC South. I told you this on Saturday that I felt this line felt a little high for me at 11.5. I made it 7.5, and then when I crunched my numbers a little further, it came out really low, Tampa Bay minus 4 and Tampa Bay minus 4.5. The line has really danced around all le- uh, all week as low as 10 and a half, 11, and now currently at 11 and a half with a total of 45 and a half. Where are you with this one, James? Well, I got a couple loaded here, not haven't clicked submit, but I want to debate this. <laughs> I want to discuss this with you, and then we'll have a conversation about it. Thinking about where New Orleans is coming into this game, we know starting with Taysom Hill, his strength is rushing the football. We know it. it, it we've seen it 
through the fact that it, it's it's really he's really just not a quarterback when it comes to passing acumen and when it comes to to being able to throw with accuracy and even making reads for that matter. But he's a tough-minded competitor, and we gotta like that about him when he steps out on the field. We know his strength is really rushing the football with power. Uh, and and thinking about now that Alvin Kamara is back in the mix, how does that help this offense going forward? Obviously, he's a tremendous player, not only rushing the football, being able to make plays in the passing game as well. My biggest concern for wanting to get involved with New Orleans here is just the state of that offensive line. Both starting tackles are out for this game. They've lost left guard Andres Pete. He was out for a few weeks. He's out for the season. He was lost a few weeks ago. And you're going to go up against this front for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We know they're really stout against the against the run, and they can get after the they can get after the passer. So I think here, the secondary is pretty banged up. There's a few inactives again for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that secondary. Jamel Dean at the cornerback position, as well as Richard Sherman, are not in this game. They are inactive, as well as safety Antoine Winfield. They're not going to be there, but can. Can New Orleans take advantage of the of the injuries to the secondary like the way that the Bills did last week? Now, we saw Josh Allen last week had a field day rushing the football against that defense. And I think in that second half, that defensive front, it's not a very deep defensive front. And those starters play a lot of reps. And I think they kind of got worn down in that second half. And the Bills, I mean, honestly, Brady, from one half to the second half, from thinking of that game last week for Tampa, Tampa was really fortunate to win that game the way that they did at the end and go roll into overtime and, and clinch it the way that they finished. But what does that look like in this contest? So what I've loaded up here, Brady, a couple different things. So I'm looking at the first half, playing that total, and the total sitting at 23 and a half. I'm playing the under. I want to play the under here. Mm-hmm. Just thinking from Tampa Bay or from the perspective of New Orleans, you're going to have to rush the football. You're going to have to ball control, try to keep that offense from Brady, Tom Brady and company off to the sideline. So 23-and-a-half ball control offense to begin with. They're not really going to be trying to open up the game. I can't imagine they're going to be throwing the game. Keep in mind, also, Taysom Hill's got a splint on that middle finger. Tough to grip the football. The other one that I'm also looking at here, too, is as a player prop with Leonard Fournette. Now, Leonard Fournette receiving and rushing yards are sitting currently at 98-and-a-half. And I know he's had plenty of games where he's been the workhorse, but it was really questionable whether he was even going to come in and play in this game tonight because of a foot injury. So... Thinking about how that stands for Leonard Fournette, that injury, they can, they've got some depth of the running back position. They can bring in Jones. I don't think he's going to get there. I don't think we'll see Leonard Fournette with as many carries, plus the fact that we've seen New Orleans get healthier on the defensive front. They're going to be solid against the run. It's the it's the secondary, in particular the safeties, that I'm concerned with. So I think that's where I'm looking at here. Let's talk about that. Under 23-and-a-half for the first half total, and Leonard Fournette rushing receiving yards to go under 98-and-a-half. Yeah, I actually like them both, uh, and I think the Fournette one makes a lot of sense because that New Orleans defense uh, defensive side of the ball is really good against the run, and certainly they have less injury problems than they do on offense. Here's the question. Uh, we know this Saints team is not the same team that beat Tampa Bay 36-27 in Week 8 injury-wise. Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay was a four-point favorite in that game. Now, that would mean if you give New Orleans two points for home field advantage that they're a six-point underdog on a neutral field. And now here at Tampa Bay, if you give them two points for home field advantage, they would be an eight-point favorite here on their home turf. So here's the line at 11-and-a-half. Is it really worth a three-and-a-half or four-point adjustment because of the injuries you mentioned to the offensive line? Obviously, no Jason uh, Jameis Winston at quarterback. 
Is that worth a three and a half or four point swing in your mind? I think that's where you have to look at for the entire game. Yeah, and for the game, that's my concern. My concern is just thinking about the offensive line and the state of the fact that the passing game, I, they, I just don't see New Orleans being able to take advantage of the injuries in the secondary uh, the way that the Bills were able to do in the second half last week and also ultimately wear down that front seven for the Tampa Bay Bucks, We saw that rush. Now, they got after it last week in that first half. We're all over Josh Allen, but they also expended a lot of energy having to get after him. And then in that second half, you get to see it, hands on the hips, head, knee on the ground. Those guys were gassed. They were tired. So they got to pick themselves back up and come right back out for this competitive contest, too. Does Can New Orleans kind of grind and wear them down at the point of attack over time? I want to say that, yes, they can and stay within that number, but because of the state of that offensive line, I just don't see them being able to make a lot of passes. The other one I was looking at was Taysom Hill. His passing yard is sitting at 209 and a half. I just don't know if they get – I don't know if he gets there either, but I don't think I'm going to play that, Brady. I'm taking care of this right now. We're going to put a couple units on each one of those, and I'm going to play the under in the first half, 23 and a half, and I did just play Leonard Fournette to go under 90, 98 and a half rushing receiving yards. Yeah, the Taysom Hill one, I might go over, kind of contrarian on that one because you think, oh, this guy, all he's going to do is run the ball. I, I might actually kind of go oppo on that one and take the over, but I agree with you. Probably a pass in the end. I definitely like the Leonard Fournette one. A couple things with this game, James. We talked about it. With all the big favorites covering in week 14, you expect that some of these lines are inflated going forward by the bookmakers to protect themselves a little bit against that general public riding that wave, wanting to lay the wood with all these big favorites again. So maybe this line really should be 10 or 9.5, and, and it's bumped up a little bit to 11, 11 11.5, might even get to 12. Uh, so you've got that to think about. And then also, I think maybe Leonard Fournette, his stock is pretty darn high right now. He's been an absolute stud for this Tampa Bay Bucks team the last couple of weeks. So maybe that 98 is a little inflated as well. I think so, too, especially coming off the foot injury when it was really questionable whether he was going to play and and compete in this contest here. So, And I think the other piece, too, is we know what a competitor Tom Brady is, and he's always looking for means of motivation. Now, going out and, and clinching the division, that's motivation enough. But thinking about the last time they played against the New Orleans Saints, Brady did not have a good game passing the football. Got a lot of pressure through some interceptions. Somebody like Brady, the competitive, the, the competitive mindset that he has, he's looking for some redemption just based on his last performance against New Orleans back earlier in the season. So looking to throw the football too. And I think that's where the, the matchup lies for Tampa Bay. They're going to be... They, they have some mismatches in that secondary, against that secondary with the full throttle of receivers tonight, especially Gronkowski down the middle, too. I think it's, it's going to be looking for Tom Brady to have a lot of the playmaking ability to throw the football rather than trying to get Leonard Fournette in the rushing game involved. Yeah, I, I definitely hear what you're saying there about Brady and the competitive edge and always trying to find something to motivate himself. And certainly he's 0 for 3 in his career uh, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer against the New Orleans Saints, although they did beat New Orleans in the playoffs last year. So that was certainly some redemption for Tom Brady. But I think the fact remains is that this Buccaneers team just struggles with the way New Orleans matches up against them. And maybe Sean Payton just has something on Bruce Arians. Now we know Sean Payton will not be on the sidelines for the New Orleans Saints uh, tonight. And I think maybe 
That's another little angle you can look at if you're thinking about back in the Saints. The general public might think that's worth something there, that Peyton's not going to be on the sidelines. I would tend to go the other way and say, no, it's not going to matter. This is still the Saints team. You talked about it on Saturday. They prepared the same way. They know this team as a division opponent. I don't think it matters a whole lot, and I'd probably be willing to go contrarian on that angle as well. I, you know, Dennis Allen, uh, he runs the defense, an awful darn good defense for New Orleans, and that's really going to be the key for them in this game. That's what it's going to have to be. And the one thing about Sean Payton not being there and calling the plays, we know sometimes he's got a propensity to go for go for plays on fourth down, take some chances, take some risks, and, and he's not afraid to gamble. What is that going to look like with Payton not on the sideline tonight, making those calls in real time? I think that's probably – that's a hard, that's a difficult handicap because I'm not, not really sure. Do the, does New Orleans get a little more conservative without Sean Payton out there and doing some of the things that he does later in uh, certain parts of the field, going forward on fourth down, going for two-point conversions, those types of things. I guess that part we'll have to see play out. Well, that kind of plays into your under the total. I know you only played the right. under for the first half, but right, if that's true, if Dennis Allen and uh, Sans Sean Payton, if they are more conservative with their play calling, maybe that leads to an under the total as well. And uh, I think you make a good point there uh, about Sean Payton in his absence. How much is it really going to affect the game? I don't know how much, but certainly the play calling could change. And Payton, I think, is one of the best in the game. I, I don't know if he's been as sharp the last couple of seasons, but certainly uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's proved to be a very good play caller over the years that he has and and having that number against the Buccaneers the way that they have, especially the, the last three games in the regular season to that point. Yeah, I, I think I'm leaning more towards wanting to take those points, Brady, but I think I'm invested enough with the two plays that I have rolling forward, and then we'll be looking for some in-game action as the game transpires. Well, I've got the Saints teased up to 17, so we've got some rooting interest for sure, Mr. Salinas. That'll take us through the program for all three hours of the Pro Football Blitz. Next up, we preview the Monday Nighter with Matthew Collar. He covers the Minnesota Vikings. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. 
They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a PlayCard Debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by Metabank, N.A., member FDIC. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. And it's time to preview the Monday nighter. We've got a doubleheader on Monday night, but we're going to look to the traditional time slot, a 5:15 Pacific, 8:15 Eastern kick. The Minnesota Vikings visiting the Chicago Bears. And Matthew Collard joins us to preview the game. He's a Vikings reporter for the Purple Insider. You can find his podcast at Blue Wire Pods and follow him on Twitter at Matthew Collar. Matthew, thank you very much for joining us this evening. And, of course, we will dive into this Bears-Vikings game, but they're about to kick off Sunday night football going down in Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. Tampa Bay, a big favorite in this one, trying to clinch the division, laying 11.5 points with a total of 45.5. Real quick, what's your opinion on this one before we get into Monday night? Uh, Well, you know, I feel like um, a Sean Payton coach team can always find a way, but Sean Payton's not coaching. So maybe Kevin James is filling in on the sideline. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but you know, I, I really, I actually don't ever know what to expect from the saints this year, especially if they're playing the glorified tight end at quarterback that, um, you know, maybe they can find a way to hang tight with Tampa Bay. I know that from a Vikings perspective, they are rooting hard for Tampa Bay here to get uh, new Orleans out of this playoff race, but it, it just feels like new Orleans should be completely out of this by now, and yet they still hang around. And since they already beat Tampa Bay once this year, I guess I would pick them to cover but not win. Yeah, I think that's where I am too. I think ultimately Brady and company get the victory here, but uh, we'll see if the Saints can stay inside the number. It's a big one at 11 and a half. All right, let's talk Monday night football. Soldier Field, the Chicago Bears, they've lost seven of their last eight games. The Minnesota Vikings, of course, they were embarrassed by the Detroit Lions getting their first win of the season. Now they bounced back real nice on Thursday night football and took care of business 
against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kirk Cousins, I read today, has not won two consecutive primetime games in his career. Now, the Bears are on consecutive primetime outings as well, having lost on Sunday night football to the Packers. And that's, of course, a huge rivalry for Chicago. I wonder if they can bounce back and get off the mat after a very valiant effort in the first half of that game, the Vikings have the extra rest, and I certainly think that gives them a little bit of an advantage in this game. How do you see this one playing out, Matthew? Yeah, I've never really bought into there being some magical mystic power that takes over Kirk Cousins' body like Space Jam is sucking out his talents or something when he's on national (laughs) TV. I think that what usually happens on national TV is you're playing against good teams. And so, you know, he was in Washington before Uh, the Vikings overall have been disappointing um, in some of the years where he's been here. And and I think that that kind of results in the win loss record for, you know, the uh, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night games, not being as as good as he'd want them to be. And, And when you think about like, even against the bears in 2018, they lost on a Monday night football game or Sunday night, whichever it was against the bears. But Chicago had this unbelievable defense that year. And that's usually what ends up getting Kirk Cousins is when the other team has a great defense, um, he doesn't have the, I think, physical skills, playmaking skills to overcome that. And the Vikings haven't ever given him some unbelievable offensive line to stop great opposing defenses. And I think that is generally it. And then there's the other factor of usually on primetime, you're facing Aaron Rodgers or somebody who's great on the other side. That's not going to be the case. None of that will be the case for this Monday. I mean, Chicago is not only bad on defense, but Jalen Johnson was just put on the COVID list. He's their best corner. So who exactly is covering Justin Jefferson in this game? And then, you know, when you look at the offensive side, Justin Fields, I think, still has an exciting future based on his talent. But, I mean, you're talking about Mike Zimmer against rookie quarterbacks, I believe is 9-3 and as head coach of the Vikings. Um, Even when Mitch Trubisky, uh, you know, was a rookie, Zimmer – kind of did a number on him in the couple of games that they played against Chicago. So it, it just feels like everything is kind of lined up here for the Vikings, which every Viking fan would tell you is a bad thing because that <laughs> means that they're going to lose. But I think from a logical perspective, it's just hard to find any edge for Chicago outside of fact that they got Akeem Hicks and Eddie Goldman back in the middle. And sometimes you know that could be an issue if the Vikings don't run the ball, but I mean, the Vikings are the superior team here, and they desperately need a win to stay in it. Chicago might fire their coach. I mean, it's just like everything is sort of pushed toward the Vikings here. Matthew, so let's think about it from the perspective of the total in this game, sitting around 44-and-a-half, 45. You mentioned the Vikings offense, and, and thinking about the depth of this team, Tell us the status for Adam Thielen. It didn't look like he has practiced at all this week, as well as I think they're going to be short at the running back position. And Alexander Madison is on the reserve COVID-19 list, so I don't think he'll be active or available. What are we going to? Th- what do you see out of this offense? I know th- for Chicago, there's a lot of injuries and a lot of COVID issues going on on both sides of the football for the Bears, but they are going out on the road. Is It, it is outdoors. I don't think the weather's going to be too, too bad, but do you see this game playing out with Minnesota being able to get anywhere close to kind of help that total go over 45? Yeah, I mean, I would be surprised if Adam Thielen played a lot and was effective if he is even active. I mean, the, the Vikings will do this sometimes where – a player doesn't have a great chance to play, but they make him questionable just to make the other team think about it. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm not sure that Thielen is going to be much of a factor here. Alexander Madison is out on the COVID list, but he was never going to be a factor anyway. I mean, if Delvin Cook is playing, 
Dalvin Cook is getting the entire load for the game. So it's not like that was going to make a difference. And the way that Cook looked last week, despite dealing with a shoulder injury, going for over 200 yards, um, he actually oddly looked the quickest of uh, the entire year since week two. He had an ankle injury that I think was lingering, and his shoulder injury, ironically, helped him heal up to 100%. And then he was really explosive last week. Uh, the Vikings also get Christian Derisaw back at left tackle which is a big deal because they were asking their starting right guard, Ole Udo, to move over to left tackle, and he had allowed a couple of sacks of Kirk Cousins, whereas Derrissaw has shown some serious promise over there. I mean, as far as the, the over-under, it's usually under when it comes to Vikings-Bears. This just feels different. Uh, it feels like the Bears can't stop anybody on defense, but you know, Mike Zimmer also doesn't play – I know I'm kind of waffling here, but Mike Zimmer doesn't play a style of football – where his team is going to run away from the other team. And we've seen that this year. And part of the reason why the Vikings are in close games every week is because they can never step on the throat of their opponent. So even when they're up 29, they end up not you know, doing enough offensively to put the Steelers away. And they let the Steelers hang around in that game as well. Um, but also, you know, on the other side, the Vikings defense has just been a struggle and they just cut a starting corner for getting in a fight in practice. So I think it's really hard to pick. I mean, historically, normally you're talking about unders for this matchup with these two teams, but this feels like it just has the potential to go over that uh, 44. Matthew, if you look at uh, this from a statistical angle, it really favors the Vikings. They're so much better in a number of categories, and uh, we've talked about the Bears, how they have their problems, not only injury-wise, but uh, on both sides of the ball, defensively and offensively. Uh when, and about Dalvin Cook, he had such a great game last week. What is his health? What have you found out about Dalvin Cook going through the week of practice this week? Is he going to be a big contributor to the effort on Monday night? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would expect that everything in the offense runs through Dalvin Cook. I mean, where, when this team is at its absolute best offensively, they're getting explosive plays from Dalvin Cook and then forcing the other team to bring extra guys into the box, running play action, hitting on deep throws. I mean, it's it's football that John Madden would be happy with, right? Like that's how, that's how they ideally want to play. And what was happening earlier this year when Cook was dealing with an ankle injury is that they were really forced to lean so much heavier on the passing game, which is why you see their passing attempts are way up from last year because Cook just wasn't as effective. But coming back from that uh, ankle injury and shoulder injury with extra burst and extra rest, and then having a more rest after Thursday, I think he's probably in the best spot that he's been all year. And when it comes to dealing with that shoulder injury, the interesting thing about that is the separated shoulder can get separated again and, and be a problem because then he would have to be out. But when he's actually out there playing, it's not something that he has to deal with in terms of pain wise. So it's kind of an odd injury from that way. Like it's not hurting him as he's running the ball, but he does risk having it separated again and have to miss multiple weeks. So he's playing with a harness on. We've seen him play with through this similar injury with a harness before, and he's always been good. So I think that everything kind of starts with Delvin Cook. That's another reason to not think about the over as much, because if they're running the football a lot, they're not scoring quickly. But uh, I think after what they saw against Pittsburgh and how effective they were running the ball, it's going to be a full dose of Delvin Cook. All right, Mr. Collar, great stuff. We appreciate you joining us here on the Pro Football Blitz, and you enjoy the game on Monday night. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. All right, that is Matthew Collar. He covers the Vikings for the Purple Insider. And again, you can find his podcast at Blue Wire Pods and also 
Follow him on Twitter at Matthew Collar. The Sunday night football game is underway. The Saints get the ball first. Of course, the Buccaneers will get the second half kickoff. We'll keep you updated on the game going on throughout the program tonight. Update you on the live odds, the side, and the total. But first, it's time for America's ga- uh, favorite game show when we come back on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. And the first series of offense is over for the New Orleans Saints. I believe they converted one first down. They are forced to punt, and Tampa Bay will now get their first start on offense. Tom Brady behind center for the defending Super Bowl champion. Still no score in the ballgame. Under 13 minutes left to go in the first quarter, and Tampa Bay moves to a 12.5-point favorite in the in-game market. They closed as 11.5-point favorites. Your total still at 45.5. And, and James, so far so good for your first half under as one drive fizzles by the New Orleans Saints. We'll see if we can force another punt here out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh, before we get into that, it's time to play our favorite game show. Consider it, book it, or drop it. Salinas, uh, I think we may have an interception. There was some news right there. I believe Tom Brady's first pass was intercepted by the New Orleans Saints, and indeed, that is the case. Wow. Now, that's not so great for the under as they'll start with good field position there, but um, I didn't think we uh, expected that coming. Let's get let's get into the game show here. Um, of course, you know the routine. I'm going to lead a stat, uh, read a stat sheet there for a player, a coach. In this case, it's going to be teams. We're going to talk about teams and their odds to make the playoffs or miss the playoffs. You will guess who the team is. I will reveal the mystery team, and then we can decide if we want to consider, book, or drop making a bet on this particular team to miss or make the playoffs. All right, after a tough loss this week to a division opponent, they were at home. This one went to overtime, and they came up short. This team has the Texans, the Broncos, and the Raiders left to close out the season. Before this weekend, they were the five seed in the AFC. The good news is they will still be in the playoff picture heading into next weekend. Their odds earlier today were minus 280 to make the playoffs and plus 225 to miss the playoffs. Look at that schedule. The Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, indeed. The Los Angeles Chargers. So minus 280 to make the playoffs. Uh, Obviously, the odds makers are figuring that they will get in. Do you want to take a chance on plus 225 that they won't make it? No, I I mean look at this schedule of how it plays out here. If they're playing you're they're playing the Texans, they're going to play the Broncos. They'll host the Denver Broncos and at this point here with that loss that Denver had today, that that pretty much seals their fate and I'm not even sure what's going to happen at the quarterback position with Teddy Teddy Bridgewater got really hammered in that game, he had to go to the hospital. So and Drew Locke is not going to go win football games on the road, that's for sure. And then you're going to close out with the Raiders and I mean, it's it's probably – I mean, I, I would consider it because I think they're going to get in, but I don't want to lay that price. And as crazy as this NFL is, all it takes is 
is one bad game, one bad week, one injury per se, and and there goes all your dreams. So thinking about it, I mean, I would consider it as far as to get in. I'm not going to consider it to – I think they make the playoffs, but I don't want to lay that kind of price. You figure they're going to win two out of their last three games, uh, and, and I don't know how it's going to go. They should beat the Texans, but they may split – between the Broncos and the Raiders, but I'm with you. I don't know if I want to lay minus 280. All right, team number two here. After a win this week, this team has the Titans on Thursday night, the Texans, and the Rams to close out their season. They have won five out of their last six games. They began the week as the sixth seed, and they will remain there after a convincing win earlier today. This team's odds to make the playoffs earlier were minus 400. To miss, they are at 4-1. to one. Wow. I think that I we're talking about San Francisco. If they yes, close indeed. Out, that's, yeah, I, I I think the way that they are just plugging players in right now, and I think they're going to get Elijah Mitchell back at some point here to to have some consistency rushing the football. Um, I I, I can't. I'm not going to say that the Niners can't get in. I think right now within the NFC, I mean it's so even that division right now is is completely upside down with the loss of the the Cardinals losing on the road at Detroit and where's the psyche of that Cardinals team as well as some of the injuries that they've sustained on the offensive side not only for the Niners to to make the playoffs I mean that's a big price we can't I I'm not going to lay that big price uh looking at 4 to 1 to say the no they won't get in as far as that's a nice pl- plus price but looking at this schedule and how this team is continuing to to compete and battle the way that they have, I I I'd consider it, but I, it's kind of the same scenario, Brady. I can't lay that kind of price for the Niners to get into the playoffs, although I think they will. I, I certainly don't want to bet the no. I I mean, this team could run the table here and possibly win the division. Arizona's got a game against the Colts coming up that they could certainly lose. They've lost two in a row. The Rams, we just don't know which Rams team is going to show up. It seems week to week, they've lost three out of their last five. So. I'm with you. I don't want to lay the price, but uh, if I had to do anything, that's the way I'd go. I don't think the Niners have much of a chance to miss the playoffs. Uh, All right, team number three, ahead of their game this week, they play on Monday night. This team is looking to carry over their success from last week when they played on Thursday. They have the Rams, the Packers, and the Bears to close out their season. Uh, Just outside of the playoff bubble, they probably need to win out if this team is going to get into the dance. Earlier today, they were at 2-1 to to miss the playoffs, or excuse me, uh, they were at minus 250 to miss the playoffs and at 2-1 to to make. Ooh, gosh, Minnesota. The yes, the Vikings. They're closing out with they're closing out with the Bears. So they have a they have two games against the Bears. Obviously, they're playing them tomorrow night on Monday night, and will close out with the Chicago Bears at home. But they've got two sandwiched in between those two games against the Bears are two really challenging games. When you're talking about the Rams fighting for the division now, their their hopes are back alive not only to make the playoffs but to win that NFC West, and then at Green Bay and thinking about where Green Bay is. The incentive right now for Green Bay, they've clinched their division, but they are looking to clinch that number one seed. They went out. They will do that. So I think there's plenty of incentive for Green Bay to to show up in that game. That's a week 17 game. Always different. The last week we know is really challenging here. I think that's just a tough schedule right now with the, with the Minnesota Vikings, especially with a lot of the injuries that they've sustained and some of the issues that they have on the defensive side. And the fact that this is a team that they get the lead in every game, they just can't hang on to it. They just can't play solid football consistently for 60 minutes. 
I'm going to say no, they don't make the playoffs. Uh, I'll consider it, but I'm not going to bet that. Well, let's say they win on Monday night at Chicago, and maybe they split between the Rams and the Packers, and then they've got the Bears in Week 18, and obviously the Bears will have nothing to play for at that time except being the spoiler. So, you know, you could see, and same season revenge. Again, if the Vikings win on Monday night, uh, I would not necessarily want to be a Vikings backer in that last week in a must-win situation to make the playoffs. So I'd probably be betting on the no here before the yes. Uh, All right, final team. Uh, After a win this week, this team will go on division next week to play the Ravens and then the Chiefs and then division again in the final week of the season to play the Browns. A very tough schedule to close out the season for this team that just won earlier today outright as an underdog on the road. They're just on the bubble to to make the playoffs as the week began, but now they are tied for first place in the division. Their number to miss the playoffs was plus 175 to make them minus 225. Yeah, that's a big price. I think they're going to make, they may win the division. That's to me right now, that's the toughest division to call is that AFC North. And, and that is a really tough schedule. We're thinking of talking about the Bengals because they're going to yeah, close out Cincinnati against Cleveland. Bengals. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at the schedule here, but man, that is a, that is a tough schedule having to play Baltimore, Kansas city and finish out at Cleveland. But they, everybody else within that AFC North has a tough schedule to close out their seasons as well. I think for Cincinnati, there there were a few injuries today. Um, I'm not. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know if they win their division, but they're sitting in a good spot to be able to make the playoffs. But there were some key injuries that happened in that game today, in particular to Joe Mixon, rolled that ankle, did not come back into the ball game late in the four, back in the fourth quarter when they really needed it. So, key injuries to keep in mind here too, and kind of let it, let the dust settle out from all of all the aftermath of what happened today, including injuries and COVID situations now. So, I, I think I'd consider it as far as the Bengals. It's a you're laying the price again, but I don't see how they don't find a way to win maybe one at least I think if they win one of those games they're making the playoffs yeah I I would agree with you they already have eight wins on the year and the AFC is so wide open you figure if they get to nine they're going to have a good chance by the way the Saints are back on offense I guess that interception uh it looked like Brady threw on the very first pass of the game uh was ruled not an interception and they forced uh Tampa Bay to punt so Back and forth with punts uh, for both teams on their first series on offense, and now the Saints are on offense once again with about eight minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, For all these bets here, James, talking about teams to make or miss the playoffs, does it kind of feel like you might get some better pricing if we maybe looked at this market, say, three or four weeks ago? Yeah, well, and I think the the danger right now of doing any kind of futures – make the playoffs, not make the playoffs, win the division, what have you, even seeing win totals right now. Just the way that COVID has impacted the league, I think it's really dicey to to try to foresee what's going to happen. It's hard enough to go week to week. Now we're going to see how this is going to play out for the remainder of the final weeks of the season. Yeah, if we were going to do that, it would have been three a few weeks ago. You would have been a better plus price at this point. But right now, I don't even want to get involved with any futures just because of the COVID outbreaks that we're seeing. Big completion from Taysom Hill to Marquez Callaway, and the Saints are in business in Tampa Bay territory. Your live line has moved down to the Bucks minus 7.5, and, and your total has ticked down to 43.5. We get into the Sunday slate of games for Week 15 when we come back on the Pro Football Blitz right here at BC.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available at vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. The NFL Week 15 currently going on, and it will go on into next week as well. Right now, the New Orleans Saints up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They convert that offensive possession into points. Three to nothing, they get a field goal. They have moved to seven-and-a-half-point underdogs in the live market. And more good news for your first half under, James, as the total for the game now has dipped down to 41-and-a-half. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting ready to go on their second offensive possession here with about five minutes left 
in the first quarter down there in Tampa Bay. I mentioned Tuesday night football. What a week for football we have coming up, James. Of course, all day Sunday, then Monday, then Tuesday, and then Thursday. We're going to take a day off on Wednesday, and that's about all. I'm going to need a day off considering <laughs> how crazy some of these games have been. I'm looking forward to Wednesday at this point, Brady. <laughs> these games, what a week. And, and, I mean, for us as sports bettors, but think about the the week that it is for these players. And i just thinking about how, you know, I know they're talking, the NFL's working on changing some of the this testing protocol for those that are vaccinated, whatever, but however that's going to shake down. But I think this, the how does that serve as a distraction for these players and these teams trying to close out and finish out the latter part of this season right now? I think that plays a part into it, obviously, with these teams that are getting moved around. And you, these we know teams and players are creatures of habit when it comes to routine of how they prepare for a game during the week, what they do on Mondays, the Tuesday off day, those kind of things, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practices, et cetera, and those things get thrown off. I think that's going to be something to, to keep in mind, too, when we think about if we want to get involved with these these games that have been moved, whether it be Monday and or Tuesday matchups, because, yeah, the routine is really crucial and key, especially for those teams that have to travel what does that do to their routine? So I think that's something to, to put some consideration to, not only for this week, but is this going to be the last time that we see any games rescheduled? I kind of tend to think not. Yep, I tend to agree with you. Uh, Tuesday night football, it will be a double header, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern kickoff, and we'll start with the Eagles hosting the Washington football team. This one moved really because of Washington, over 21 players that were going to be out of this game otherwise uh, or with injury, illness, or COVID, uh, what have you. And we've seen this line jump around all week. I made it three and a half in favor of the Eagles. It opened up at about four or four and a half, and then the first wave of COVID news came out of the Washington camp, and it jumped to seven. On Thursday, it was as high as 10, and then on Friday, it went all the way to 12. Now, when I go deeper into my number crunch, I came out with the Eagles minus seven and a half and the Eagles minus seven, but of course, that doesn't account for, you know, possibly a third of your roster being uh, not in this game here. Now, they have moved it to Tuesday, and the line has adjusted as well. Currently, the Eagles are laying six and a half with a total of 42. Still a couple of days away here, James, but do you expect that you'll get involved with this game at all? Not until I know who's going to be playing for the Washington side, especially at the quarterback position. Is it going? To, is Heineke going to come out of that? They talked. I think I saw a report or at least some some mention coming out of Coach Ron Rivera that they're trending in the right direction. Not whatever that means. Maybe they've had one negative test and they got to have another one within 24 hours. I guess potentially that's what it is. I mean, again, it's all just speculation right now. And considering that game is approximately 48 hours away. It's just hard. I don't want to bet on speculation. I don't want to try to anticipate where players might be. We do that when it comes to injuries, and we get pretty savvy being able to look at the practice reports and and view beat writers and, and what they have to say about certain players and what they were doing at practice, the extent of what they were doing, whether they were limited or full in their participation. But then we can speculate from there and anticipate will said players certain be out there on the field but in this case here when we're talking about COVID there it's just too difficult to try to speculate because we don't know how the testing process is happening for each and every one of those players we also don't know their status for a lot of these players whether they were vaccinated or not so ultimately I think until I have confirmation for both sides in this case here not that Philadelphia is really having to go through a whole lot of the COVID piece but uh, even just injuries to boot I think I'm not going to get involved until we get closer to kickoff 
Yeah, before all of this came about, uh, I wanted to jump on the Eagles and tease them down when they were at seven. Uh, before I was able to pull the trigger, the line jumped on me and I was able to tease them down to three. Um, and with all of this COVID going on for the Washington football team, uh, Philly's just able to get a few more days of extra rest. Don't you think they are still at a decided advantage here? I do, and I think the added rest again for Jalen Hurts to come back from that ankle injury, so more time to heal up. And really, if you look at this team and their roster right now and their injury report of their their injury list on injured reserve, it's this is about as healthy of a team right now that, as there is in the National Football League. And I think this is this is a team now going forward into these last few weeks of the season that we've seen a shift and a change from the identity of this Philadelphia Eagles team early in the season, a lot of dropbacks and a lot of quick read throws for Jalen Hurts, who then didn't like the read, tuck it and start to run. Latter part of the second half of the season, they've really committed themselves and utilizing the strength of that team, which is their offensive line, to rushing the football. And they've got some depth at the running back position, as well as Jalen Hurts having the ability to run out of the pocket as well. And that's what they've become. And I think that just, and especially that spells, that's that's the recipe. When you get into cold weather games come December, and we know in Philadelphia, that's what happens there. You need to be able to have some sense of running the football, and then that just kind of grinds and wears teams down. And you think about where Philadelphia stands right now and how favorable the schedule is for them. They're going to have th three of the last four games here, including this game coming up with Washington, are played in Philadelphia. They'll get to host the Giants next week. So even though it'll be a short week, for, the, for Philly, it's they're, they're not going to have to travel, and I think that's the challenge. If you're playing on a short week and then you have to travel off of that, really throws a wrench into your preparation. But they're going to be able to stay home, play the Giants, then they'll travel and back and have a rematch at Washington and then close out at home with Dallas, who will have the division wrapped up, and Dallas may not have anything to play for. I suspect they won't come Week 18. That's a pretty favorable schedule for the Eagles, but they got to get out there on the field for this first game here in Washington. I like where they're going as far as their rushing attack and what they've been able to do at the line of scrimmage with that offensive line. Two for Tuesday, two on Tuesday in the NFL. The other game, again, a 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern kick, and that'll be the Los Angeles Rams hosting the Seattle Seahawks at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. The Rams coming off of that big win over Arizona on Monday night, avenging their loss to the Cardinals earlier in the season. Uh, it was back in week five that the Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks 26-17, to and that was the Russell Wilson broken finger game. Seattle has won two straight. Los Angeles has lost three of its last five. I made this number seven, James, and that's exactly where it opened. And then, of course, it danced around with all the COVID news. But now we're back at Rams minus seven. They have had some players come back into the fold. The total is 45 and a half. And again, still a couple of days away. Do you expect you'll fire on this one? I, at some point I will. And the, the, I feel like it's shifted. The big concern, obviously, the moving the game was because of the Rams and their COVID situation and starting to hear a lot more players getting through the testing process and getting off that COVID list. Now starting to see on the Seattle side, players stepping into that role, and they are on the reserve COVID list. A couple of key ones, DJ Reed, the corner, probably their best cover corner for Seattle right now is in COVID protocol, as well as Tyler Lockett. He's there. He's by far their best receiver, and he's got the chemistry that he has with Russell Wilson because it's a team that just does not run the football very well. 
those two are those are two key players. And in particular, Tyler Lockett, because you know the Rams are going to put some points up on the board. It's not a good defense for Seattle. Jamal Adams is out for the year for that secondary there in Seattle. If they're missing DJ Reed too, and now they're really going to be they're already thin in the secondary. That makes they're they're even more thin now to have to try to cover all the multiple receivers and all the different formations that you're going to see that come out of the Los Angeles Rams offense and then be able to try to match points against Los Angeles and you don't have Tyler Lockett out there to make some plays in the passing game, that's really going to limit what Seattle can do offensively. That's a big one. Those are a couple key names to keep keep an eye out for to see if they're able to get out there on the field. I feel like this is kind of a personal revenge game for Russell Wilson, having to not being able to complete that game with the injured finger in round one between these two teams. And then, of course, you have the Rams that go from the underdog that wins outright to the role of the favorite. That is not always a profitable transition. We'll see what happens. And, you know, everything's kind of thrown out the window with the COVID news. Tyler Lockett, certainly, like you say, James, a very key ingredient to this game for Seattle. The college bowl season has kicked off, and VEASAN has got you covered with our all-new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting on every bowl game or just want to find a few key high-value proposition bets, the VEASAN College Bowl Betting Guide will help give you an edge. Get your digital copy today. It's only $19.99, and it's available at vcin.com slash bowlguide. We'll be back with more of the Pro Football Blitz in just a moment. Stick with us at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.